welcome to Not a Couple, a Will and Grace podcast. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this week's episode is um, season one, episode 11, and it's called Will on Ice. Swoop, swoop, swoop. I think you're making fun of the... That's skiing. That's friends. And friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what ice skiing sounds like. Sorry, listeners. We don't really have an NPR budget here. I can only do so many winter sporting events. No. (laughs) Okay, so let me read the episode description from the DVD box set. Will attends a skating championship show with skating fanatics Grace and Jack. Skater Rudy Galindo has a cameo. Galindo? I don't know how to pronounce that. He's no longer culturally relevant, but he was... He did come out as gay in 1996, and he was an Olympic figure skater, and he did do skating things with Christy Yamaguchi, who is a name I did know, and he's gay and... And he's in the episode. And he's in the episode, and Jack takes him home, I think. But yeah, the episode's all about ice skating. The episode's all about ice skating. Well, not really, actually. It's a little bit about Will's birthday, too. Uh, I think everyone else would say it's about ice skating. Because everyone else really likes ice skating. Yeah, when I was talking to my mom about it over the weekend, um, she asked what episode we were on, because, you know, kids listen, but she knows we're doing it. And I was like, oh, we just watched the one where they go to the ice skating thing. And she's like, really? That's season one? I didn't know that. So There we go. So let's talk about the episode. Let's talk about ice skating. Ice skating. Ice skating is fun to watch. Yes. I like it. I'll be Jack this episode. Ice skating is fun to watch. I no longer look upon it quite as fondly as I used to, but that's for some personal reasons. Tell us the personal reasons. Uh, Well, do it. Once upon a time. Do it. I'm sorry. Are you done? No, I'm not. (laughs) So once upon a time, during, unfortunately, the Winter Olympics of 2014, I was dating someone who did figure skating. I hesitate to call them a figure skater. <laughs> I hope that she doesn't listen to this. Hi. Well, she's happily engaged to another person now, so... Who looks suspiciously like you. Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> she was a figure skater. But she was a figure skater, and she was very, very into figure skating, and she got into it during its big, like, cultural heyday in the 90s. Right. And so she knew all these facts and figures and... Bits and bobs and lotions and potions and mustards and custards (laughs) and smoothing milks and sea salts and hammer anvil. Anyways, (laughs) but she did um she did figure skating um and she did it on the weekends and she did a lot and I watched a lot of the skating events of the Winter Olympics despite the fact that I normally probably wouldn't have. See, I always like figure skating. I I would watch it, but like um I did learn what a twizzle was. That's I don't know what that is. That's the thing where they like do. They twizzle, Matthew. God, like they do, like the little spinny thing. Okay, I'm only, a, I'm not that gay. Um, it's <laughs> like, I, you see, I don't even know how to describe it. And this is the radio, so I can't show you. I will post a video on the Twitter of someone doing twizzle. They like shake. No, it's like, it's like the little. I'm gonna. Okay, hang on. This is not. This is Use different. your words. I can't describe it. You just have to see what a twizzle is. Well, that's not very helpful for our podcast. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. With no video component. Yes, I'm aware of that, but I'm gonna. Fucking Could you describe any part of their bodies, what's happening during the twizzle? Their legs are doing a thing. Is it shaking? Is it spinning? Is it it's spinning. masturbating? It's, it's, it's a really delicate teeny spin, and it's called a twizzle, and I learned what those were, but that's about the only thing I learned, except that I... Did she do twizzles in bed? No, you can't do twizzles in bed. I don't know. She did one send... It doesn't really be useful for you to know, since you weren't a figure skater, and neither was she. She did one send me a video of her just doing twizzles. I'm not kidding. Well, just because I... Had... You just... The way you keep saying twizzles kind of makes it sound like a lesbian sex thing. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have any lesbian sex stories about ice skating, but I did really love Tara Lipinski, and that's basically a lesbian love story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, I love Tara. No joke, though. Probably my first, like, 
crush. Aww. I remember one time we were watching Wheel of Fortune as a family when I was really little, and the answer was Tara Lipinski, or Tara Lipinski was on the episode of Wheel of Fortune. I understand that those are two extremely different things, but that sounds right for a memory of mine. That I can't, I just remember Tara Lipinski was involved. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited because of Tara Lipinski. Mm-hmm. I think it must have been the answer because I think I started shouting it. Aww. Or I just started shouting Tara Lipinski because I saw Tara Lipinski. Matthew really liked her. Again, would not be able to pick her out of a lineup today. Not a clue. Yep. She's next to Johnny Weir all the time. If she's not standing next to Johnny Weir, I can't tell you who she is. But something about her doing figure skating really spoke to me as a... 11-year-old gay boy. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. But yeah, so figure skating has played an integral role in both of our lives. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really, like, very 90s, so it makes it sense. It was that... a very 90s thing. And, you know, it made a lot of sense that the, the person I was seeing uh, was into it because she kind of lived in the 90s a bit. She was still, in, in, like, unironically into the Spice Girls, which, like, yeah. is fine, but, like... Confusing. It's strange. Yeah. But whatever. But I mean, this show is still in the 90s, and it's operating in sitcom time, which is usually a couple years back anyways. Yes, so it makes total sense that in 1999, when this episode came out, they were really, mm-hmm. really into figure skating. Did but like you said, the episode's not entirely about figure skating. It's quote-unquote Will's birthday. Well, yes. So the like bare-bones structure of the episode is that, oh, it's Will's birthday, and Grace is like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he's like, oh, I don't care. Spoiler, he does. But then, because he said he didn't care, Grace and Jack decide to go watch, what was it? Champions, Champions on Ice. ice. Yes. So Which is like an ice skating tour. It's basically the ice capades. Yeah. But fancy. But with Olympians. Yes. Olympian ice capades or something. I do remember seeing a lot of, like, Disney on ice as a child. That's still a thing. I think that's still a thing. As someone who writes up calendar listings a lot, they definitely still have Disney on ice. They have Marvel on ice now. Ooh. I think they have, like, the Wiggles on ice or some other, like, cartoon <laughs> children's show. That's great. Yeah. You know the Wiggles aren't cartoons, though, right? Yeah, I don't fucking know, man. Anyways. So, Will decides to go along with this, even though he really doesn't want to. Yes. He's originally really excited, because through Karen, Grace gets some reservations at, like, a fancy restaurant. Yes, but then, by halfway through the, like, Champions on Ice thing, he has drunk half of Karen's bottle of champagne. Which Karen brings to the ice rink. Which Karen brings to the ice rink, because it's Mama's little cotton candy. (laughs) And then he basically rage quits his birthday and goes home. Which is sad. I mean... I've been there. Right. I've been there. <laughs> but it makes sense as a, as a good uh, story for Will, who is so controlling and so manipulative and just, which is nice sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he just, he wants everyone to celebrate his birthday. The way and, he wants to, but he doesn't want to tell anybody how to do that. Right. Everyone should just know how he feels without being told. Yes. I, I relate to that a little bit. Really? Yeah. Fuck you. Pull <laughs> it out your you. ass. I like you. Yeah, uh-huh. get away from me. Don't touch me. I'm a glass of orange juice. No. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the episode kind of starts with that Grace and Jack simultaneously trying to plan Will's birthday for him. Mm-hmm. Because, and this is the thing that we both thought was kind of weird. In this episode, for some reason, the writers decided that Grace and Jack didn't like each other. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, it's weird because it kind of feels like a weird episode-specific retcon because... We've literally seen episodes where the two of them inter- have interacted by right. themselves and it's not been a problem. And this episode is by a different writer than we've seen, but I'm pretty sure it's someone who comes back again. It's by Michael Patrick King. Yeah, so and we've, we tried... And that sounds familiar. We enough. tried a little unsuccessfully to look up where this fell in the production order to see if maybe it was aired out of order or something, but we weren't um, very successful in finding that, so if any listeners at home 
happen to have an insight up to what episode order these were yeah. produced in. Because if, if it wasn't, if it was originally meant to be an earlier episode and it got cut. Right. But I mean, also I kind of can't really see that because it does seem, while the character relationships seem like they're earlier on before these friends really gel. Right. The setting is so winter that it, yeah, it, it's so hard to believe they would have produced it. Almost. Right. So we're just confused a little bit by that, that writing choice to have. Grace and Jack, who, as far as we can tell, have known each other for a while mm-hmm. and mostly gotten along, have then been like, because like Grace is like, oh, I really don't think Jack likes me. Which, by the time they've known each other at this point, they probably should have figured out by now. Right. And then cut to Jack. But also, talk- I could totally see Jack not liking her, as yeah. he says later. Right. Well, that's the thing is when you get to Jack, he's like, Yeah, I don't really like Grace. But then he kind of like goes on explaining, like, I'm not really feeling her lately, which yeah. makes more sense. Yes, that's true. But maybe it could have been phrased that way throughout the episode. Yes. Than, I don't think Jack likes me. I think Jack doesn't want to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Or Jack is irritated with me or right. something. Not like he just doesn't like me. It, it, also would be, it would also be an opportunity for a good joke. Grace would be like, oh, I don't think Jack likes me right now. I insulted his favorite pair of Prada boots or something. Right, you know? yeah. like that, It just didn't really make sense that that's where yeah. they left it. But nonetheless, as it turns out, that, yeah, Jack, I guess, doesn't like Grace. But then... They bond. Over ice Or rebond over ice skating. <laughs> Which is a good reason to rebond. Which is great. I mean, they're talking... What were they talking about? They are talking about Michelle Kwan at one point, mm-hmm. and how she's fabulous, and Will doesn't want to play, but... And Surya Bonnelly. Oh, my God. So, uh, Surya Bonnelly, if you haven't seen a video of her, go watch it. She is the French figure skater who is one of the only women, in my knowledge, who has been able to pull off um, a backflip in competition. Oh, and it's like, technically it was illegal because it wasn't one, she didn't land on one foot, so then she started landing them on one foot or something. It's right. insane. I showed Matthew the video, we watched it twice, he screamed both times when she landed the backflip. Mm-hmm. It was great. So I'm definitely going to post that on the Twitter um, as like a little teaser, I think. And not with my screaming. Not with Matthew screaming, just the video that I showed it. But it's, I won't even imitate it now, it's you'll really, have to wonder. It's really great, it's really good. And then of course they have a beautiful conversation about it, in which Jack says, my She scares me. I crave her. <laughs> Like, it's, like, the best line Which ever. is the most Jack thing that has ever been said. <laughs> like, it's just, like, what the fuck? And then, so, anyways, they, they, Grace and Jack are having this lovely bonding moment, and Will's kind of in the background being like, I scared you so late. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. So then we have the, um, Grace and Jack have bonded over figure skating, mm-hmm. and then... Yay, they're happy. Will is happy because they're getting along, and he says that's what he all he wants for his birthday. <laughs> and so then, then we get to weekly segment. Da da da. How the fuck is Grace Adler still employed? <laughs> so Karen gets to the office about four p.m. because you know that's how she rolls. Right. And as she walks in, Grace straight up tells her, "I've spent all afternoon on the phone trying to get a reservation for Will's birthday." <laughs> and I'm just like, "No work. Didn't mm-hmm. squeeze any of any designing. No, no designing." And of course, since Karen is Karen and she's Karen Walker socialite. She, like, calls the fanciest fucking place ever. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Like, Balthazar? Balthazar. And they apparently have oysters, which mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. And it's almost too bad that we didn't get both this that episode of Balthazar and the ice right, skating. Right, because I almost would have rather watched that a little bit. Not that I didn't find the ice skating fabulous, but, you know, we didn't actually just see any ice skating. Right. So It would have been funny if there had been a little bit less ice skating and they'd gone to the restaurant, say. Yes. But then you wouldn't have had this, some of the setup later. Yeah, we have this great moment of then Karen invites herself to dinner, and then we have this dichotomy of, ah, well, Will and Karen don't really like each other, which, again, hasn't really been shown so much in that they've Mm -hmm. hung out in other episodes, and it's not been like, 
oh, they're wild. The bodies are going to love each other, but, like, they haven't been, like... See, I thought that made actually more sense. That made more sense than the, the Grace and Jack thing, but it still kind of rang as, like, we're just manufacturing a conflict mm-hmm. to get them all to go watch figure skating. And hate it. And hate it. So, Grace goes to Will's office and is like, oh, you're going to love what I did for your birthday. I got us into Balthazar. Everyone's excited about the oysters. And there's Whatever. oysters and a lot of jokes about oysters and gross, and then... She's like, oh, the only thing is that Karen's coming with us. And he's like, <laughs> and it's like, okay, but let's talk about previous episodes where you did things like invite her to your poker game and generally just hang out with her all the time. I mean, we didn't see her get invited. Jack might have just brought her. That is true. But they didn't throw her out. <laughs> That's true. And I just mean, like, like, it's just, it kind of rings about as weird to me as the Jack and Grace thing. Because I mean, like, literally last episode we have Jack writing a play bashing Grace because she doesn't love him. Mm-hmm. And then he's all like, I just don't really like her. Right. Which doesn't make sense. And then we have this other thing where we have, we've literally seen Karen and Will interact on a very real level. Like, she briefly hired him and all that stuff. And they talked about very personal things mm-hmm. about her possibly divorcing someone. And now it's just like, oh, I don't really like her. And it just, yeah. it just didn't really feel right to me. It felt weird. Well, the comforting thing is that hopefully as like, as the show goes on, we're going to get a more consistent version of all these characters. Right. And I mean, like, even things like, I know recently we watched some of the, like, the behind-the-scenes features, and we talked a little bit off mic about how the creators even said things like, oh, we really didn't know how Karen and Jack were going to play, mm-hmm. and so their relationship gets a little different and stronger as, like, season one and into season two and so on and so forth. So right. I'm sure that's also part of it is that initially it wasn't really written to be this foursome that it is. And mm-hmm. now it is a foursome, but they haven't quite figured out, especially with Karen, it seems like how she interacts with everybody. Yeah. Well, because even like as it's, as it's set up, like when you get to the ice skating thing, you get a lot of mileage out of Grace and Jack playing off each other and like being right. friends. But you don't get the same amount of mileage out of even... Karen and Will bickering. They, right. Like, they don't really bicker. They right. Just, they don't. That's the thing is for some people who are claiming that they don't like each other, like she's like, do you want some champagne? And he's like, no. Then he get, tries to get some popcorn, is ignored, and then he's like, mm-hmm. yes. Right. Like they don't even fight about it. <laughs> well, it's funny because it, it probably actually is a more realistic depiction of how people who don't like each other interact. Right. Like it's not, but it's also, this is a sitcom. Right. So that feels weirder almost mm-hmm. that they just react kind of like, you want some champagne? No. I want some popcorn. Popcorn guy ignored me. Man. Karen didn't even try to use her boobs to get popcorn. Yeah. Like, I, that's another thing that I think is just called early Will and Grace syndrome. Like, I feel like if this episode had taken place even ten episodes later, she'd be like, yo! And then just, like, whistle loudly and flash her tits. And, right, right. Or flash money. Right. Just like, here's a fan of money and my boobs are out. Get me popcorn. Freshly popped, please. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So, we have... That sort of weird dynamic of the four of them, and then eventually, after Will gets his popcorn tossed out of his hand by, I think it's Grace, Grace? I think maybe uh, or, Surya Bonley does the backflip. Yes, I think the backflip happens, and somehow his popcorn goes flying. I mean, it's because Grace and Jack jump out of their seats, because yes. that's what you do when you're at an ice skating event, and someone does a fucking backflip. Yep, that's a motherfucking backflip. Like, oh. I would throw your popcorn, I'm sorry. Nice. But then it's very sad because then Will gets up and leaves because yes. as everyone has forgotten, including us, it's kind of like the event thing all over again. The viewer gets caught up in what the characters are caught up in. Right, and they forget what's actually happening. Right, like the quote A plot is that it's Will's birthday. Right, and so like no one is paying attention to Will's birthday. We've got Karen who's just like, ugh, this is endless on ice. And then you've got Will B 
being like pouting and mm-hmm. like being like, guys, what the fuck? As you know, Jack and Grace are like losing their shit and mm-hmm. jumping out of their seats over backflips and things. So he leaves. So he like rage quits his birthday, which he doesn't even go to dinner. He doesn't even go to dinner. Like their whole lovely reservation goes unfilled. Seems like because. Which is sad, because it is Will's birthday, and all he wanted was for Grace and Jack to get along, apparently. Right. So then we get to the end, and everyone learns a valuable lesson, yes. essentially. Except um, except Jack. Except Jack, which is pretty And difficult. Karen. So Will and Grace learned Will and Grace learned something <laughs> important about each other, and really, who the fuck cares about anyone else? Well, I think that actually is worked out pretty well by the fact that Grace does actually go after Will. Yes. That is worth saying, is that Grace realizes that she's done something wrong. Right. Jack doesn't care. Because he's very busy, like, I don't know, trying to flag down Rudy Galindo. Right. But Grace can oversee her love for ice skating, see that she's hurt Will. Will. So then she goes home, and then she and Will have a lovely conversation in which she's like, okay, so I should just assume next time if you tell me it's fine, that it's not fine. And he, like, kind of admits, like, yeah, I guess I should have, like, really been a better communicator about the fact that I didn't want to go see Champions on Ice on Mm -hmm. my birthday. Which we can all relate to. Which we can all relate to. And then, you know, Grace apologizes for sort of, like, bogarting his birthday Mm -hmm. because she wasn't really paying attention to what his wants and needs were. But then we have a nice moment that calls back to earlier in the episode when Will complained about how his parents never got him his cowboy birthday theme, and Grace got him a cowboy cake. Yeah, that was cute. And that's lovely. And then, of course, Jack immediately shows up with Rudy Galindo in tow, because... Right, because it's, if it's season one, Will and Grace, yes. we have to have a deep, meaningful moment at the end of the episode immediately that's immediately undercut by a joke. Yep. Yes. So then Jack walks in, he's like, look who I have. And it's Rita Lindo, and he's like, ha ha ha, I'm going to go upset with him. And then he leaves. Um, which, which also, like, okay. not, not to really bring down the mood or anything, but like, in 2000, Rudy Galindo like, announces that he's HIV positive, and like, everyone in his family died of HIV-related complications, so like... Funny, but also I'm like, now I'm worried about Jack's health status. Mm. I hope they used a condom. They probably did. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Comedy. Comedy is beautiful, but yeah. This is the first uh, guest star they've had, right? I think so. I think this is the first official guest star who's like a celebrity outside of Will and Grace Land. Okay. And I mean, this is kind of like the first in a long, long list of guest stars. Right. Because I know that's one of the things this show is known for is that it it wants guest stars and it just gets them. Right. Well, that's the other thing is we were watching the DVD extras and they were even talking because the, the DVD extras were recorded as season five was wrapping, I think. Right. So, so there are a couple of spoilers we don't want to talk about. Right. But they, they do talk a little bit about how, yeah, it's just such a fun show that we really never had a hard time getting guest mm-hmm. stars. Just a lot of people, like some of we like, I think they mentioned something about like Matt Damon at some point, like just knows um, Sean Hayes and that's, they, that's how it happened. Right. Which is, through other were they on a softball team together or something? They, yeah, they were on like a softball team together or something. Right. And so like then that's just these things kind of organically happened where like the actors knew other actors or other celebrities mm-hmm. through various things. And the other celebrities were like, that show seems really fun. I want to do it. And they were like, spoiler, the show is super fun. <laughs> and then they would come and do the show and it was great. Right. So. So that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, there are some really good guest stars, in, especially as we get it on, into later seasons. We have some fun gay icons that show mm-hmm. up and. That's real great, especially for Jack. It's mostly good for Jack. Right. There's also, um, like, Rosie O'Donnell shows up later. That's like, cool. There's some, there's some really cool characters who are guest stars, but, like, they also have, like, bigger-than-bit parts. Yeah. Because, like, Rosie O'Donnell plays a recurring character, which is cool. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. And that's especially when, like, that was, like, when Rosie O'Donnell was, like, big. Right, so, like, right, right. Those are things to look forward to. Yay. Yay. All right. Um... That's all we have to talk about this week. Yeah, I think so. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to us. We're so glad you listened. Yeah. 
All right, that's our show. We did it. Yay! We didn't even wear ice skates. Oh. But it's also like 70 degrees outside because it's the summer. Yeah. So. We also made it through without a single Nancy Kerrigan joke. Oh no. But we snuck it in under the radar. Yay! Yay! That's a, that's a real pain in the kneecap. <laughs> All right. If you want to uh, talk to us on social media, do uh, it. Do it. Even if you're a Tanya Harding supporter, but don't be those people. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Not A Couple Show or on Tumblr at notacouplepodcast.tumblr.com or send us an email at notacouplepodcast at gmail.com. And we will happily respond and talk to you about ice skating, swap ice skating videos. I will not reveal the identity of my former lava, but just know they exist, and I'm sorry for mentioning you, but not as sorry as you're going to be when you wake up in 10 years and realize that you've married someone who looks just like me. Ouch. I'm not enough. I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yay. Thanks for listening. We love you. You're great. <laughs> anyway, so thanks for listening. I'm Tess. I'm Matthew. And this has been Not A Couple. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Not a couple was recorded in front of a live studio audience of one cat. Yeah. Liza, don't ice skate. It's not safe. You only have four legs. Not a couple was brought to you by Twizzles. Twizzles are not a lesbian sex move, but damn, were they fun to watch. Twizzles.